Welcome to the Shutdown Fullcast. That noise you hear in the background. Yeah, yeah, that's pomp and circumstance. This is our graduation episode. Did you graduate, Jason, from, from your fine college? Uh, Yeah, I did. I did not go to the ceremony, though, Um, even though it's like five minutes away from my house. Um, Just couldn't make it just didn't didn't (laughs) what did you do instead of going to the ceremony which is five minutes from your house um i was probably working probably had to work that day and was just like eh not really for or it might have been like a very like anti-government phase where it's like no they can't make me go you know (laughs) like they eventually mailed it to me and uh i i got it and have it somewhere but i got the diploma in the mail did you own the libs by not showing up to your graduation yeah, own the libs by um, having to finagle your way into graduation because you never met with a counselor during your entire six years in college um, and you like took classes hilariously out of order and the final one you took was like Spanish one, even after you've already taken like six other language courses in like various languages. Um, yeah, I own the shit out of the libs with that one. Nice job. <laughs> It's a power. It's a powerful display. I went to the one at UF. The one at UF is like five thousand people because it's a gigantic school. So we just um, we just shot dice. That was that was what we did, waiting for us to get our names. Because you know, like if your name's H, and you're on day one of graduation, you're toward the back, right? So I'm sitting there with everyone else. And I'm like, anybody want to roll them? Let's go. So yeah. And then did the thing where, you know, you cross. Hey. Did you have a sword from the mall strapped to your back, like under your graduation gown? I did not have a sword from the mall strapped to the back. Was it on the outside in a belt? I have no comment because only a wizard can wear them on the outside of the robes. That's a rule. <laughs> wizards don't have swords. What, what do you think a wizard is? I went to Florida. What makes you think wizards don't have swords? In Florida. The Florida wizard would have just have a gigantic vape pen. <laughs> and a gun. <laughs> They'd be strapped. <laughs> but yeah, that was... Wait, uh, let's go back to your operating definition of wizard and where their power comes from. You know, in Florida, really, we don't rely on the government to tell us who a wizard is. I'm just saying, face like that and you're unfamiliar with Dungeons and Dragons? This is hurting. I'm going to admit, the pain is real. We haven't we haven't really introduced ourselves yet uh i'm spencer hall <laughs> i love yet yet we haven't introduced ourselves in the last two months or so by the way if you're just not tuning into this podcast and i have no idea who's up, who like crabgrass or psoriasis that's holly anderson uh she is joining us uh she's joining us tonight it was a late call in because uh ryan nanny is not here tonight ryan nanny is on the west coast doing his best we heard that song. In Mom left us. Yesterday. Substitute teachers here, and, and it's not one. The mods away. The mods away. The mods are away. Mods are asleep. Post pictures of Doctor Doom. Brian <laughs> is way more maternal than me. He is. He's truly the force that binds this podcast together, and also brings snacks. Yeah, you're you're the aunt. Ryan's the mom. You make the sure aunt. we have snacks. Yes. Yeah. Uh, joining us. Uh, the responsible charismatic uncle who holds us all together, Jason Kirk, um, who did not attend his graduation to own the libs. Owned them. So our children are, are, are listeners, the children. Yeah, they are. Ooh. There are 
That sucks. Yeah, that does suck for them. Sorry, y'all. Ryan's poor cervix. Look at that. <laughs> it's just an interstate highway. It's just I-95. Six lanes. Go Gators. Go Gators. Being fruitful and multiplying. The full cast audience. Also like crabgrass. Also definitely like crabgrass. Um, the, the topic tonight... We're talking about academics and graduation, which, um, Holly, did you attend your own graduation? I was informed by my sainted mother, who is known to some members of this readership, that graduations are not for me. They're for the parents. Uh, and why it is pleasant for parents to sit through Tennessee's graduation, which, like Florida's, has done 7,000 people at a time on the bare floor of the basketball arena, I... I I think they maybe just wanted to show up and make sure I went through with it. Um, and yeah, it, I, I remember nothing. I They let you go in whatever order you want. And my friends and I all sat in a big old loud cluster in the middle of it. And I think we were just like bedazzling our caps the entire time. Yeah, I don't think my parents cared. It was utterly useless. I didn't think mine did either. And then they insisted on coming to graduation, which meant I had to go to graduation. Did you have any football players you graduated with? I was in the art school. So, no. Um, we had we had a couple in our, uh, in our theater classes uh, who were very funny. That and... Uh... We had Mo Collins, I think, graduate with us, who went on to play for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. And he was a massive, massive offensive tackle. And that's when you remember that football players are much larger than Gen Pop because everyone's going across the stage, right? Like, nah, 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 nah. oh, God. <laughs> you know, six, seven dude just rolls up the stairs. And Mo had at least 70 family members there who. All of the family members are told before graduation, hey, please don't clap, right? Save all clapping to the end. Mo Collins strides up there, right? Mo Collins, yeah! Air horn. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anybody who graduated with us because it's it's so vast, this ceremony, and lasts for so damn long. I don't remember who our speaker was. I just remember we had to sit there for a very long time uh, before we were allowed to leave and go to our graduation party. Yeah, if you could. So so college graduation, is it like high school graduation just like five times? Yeah, ours. Yeah, exactly. Ours was so boring. You missed. Jason made the best choice of anyone. He did. Yeah, this is the first moment in my entire life I've wondered, what's college graduation like? Yeah, it's it's really, it's not, you should be somewhere else. Oh, at ours, they don't hand you your diploma, by the way, because it all, I guess at some point they gave up on trying to organize 7,000 people at a time into alphabetical order. And so instead you had this little card with your name on it and you hand it to the dude right before you walk across stage and he just says your name. Uh, but... So, of course, they can't hand you your diploma in that scenario because how would they find it? So what you get instead at Tennessee is an orange cardboard tube that looks like a diploma tube. But on the inside <laughs> is a letter from the Alumni Association asking for money now that you're an alum. <laughs> they hand you a stick of dynamite. Man, I, oh. Tell you to make something of yourself. Okay. That's what we did at my high school. They just handed out a... um. 
redeemable for one diploma coupon. Wow. Is that in case you act up? You don't get it? Yeah, yeah you got to finish the drill. That's smart. Yeah, this is this is all a very long-winded way of saying that uh, tonight we were not only going to share our own stories of of legendary academia and those, of course, that we re- that we know about in the college football world. For instance, nobody has pulled a greater feat to me than Deion Sanders uh, in the modern age because Deion Sanders, knowing full well that he was going to play one more semester at Florida State and then immediately go pro signed up for classes and then dropped them just just dropped them didn't go to them didn't have to <laughs> no no one checked <laughs> how was bobby bowden good for so long that guy must have been an extraordinary coach yes he was he's an amazing manager of the entire system from top to bottom if you will <laughs> manager that's a good word that's a, <laughs> he man- Carefully, carefully micromanaging each detail. <laughs> making, sh- probably making shit talking about. <laughs> I just love that somebody at one point gave up calling Deion Sanders' name in a roll, right? Sant, never mind. They call rolling college. <laughs> Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What kind of nanny state school did you go to? <laughs> Florida. I would know this more if I had gone to more classes at my own. Yeah, Jason pulled my favorite feet. Of any of the three of us. Now, Ryan is not here. Ryan is also not here for a real good reason because Ryan was a responsible student. We Ryan, this here, this is like the treehouse meeting, the bad kids. Like we all stole some shit from the Eckerd and, you know, we all ran to our getaway. Ryan's not invited to this club. Ryan's too responsible. No, he's explaining to the store manager that we'll wash dishes and they're trying to explain to him that this isn't a restaurant. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan works at the Eckerd. We robbed Ryan. We did. We do we it weekly. On our fr- oh, he's our Peter Pettigrew, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's gonna turn. Yeah, that's that's fine. I know he will. <laughs> we'll love him for it anyway. But Jason pulled. You pulled my favorite move in uh, our various pre-show discussions of this and before that, just because I think it's a legend I think worth it's been telling. On the full cast, before. we have discussed it. But in case you did not pick this up the first time i want the full story of jason's most amazing academic feat as an undergrad at what institution kansas state university it's a four-year college go owls um which one are we talking about this one gives me anxiety (laughs) you know what if you don't know i just want you to tell the one that comes to mind and then oh the one we talked about that one i want to know about the other one well i mean Bro, it's amazing they let me out. Um, the one we talked about earlier today was I pulled a last episode of Lost Maneuver. Um, I only went to the final, skipped every single day of class leading up to the final. This was British Lit. Um, I'm an English major, by the way. In case you weren't, in case I haven't established by now, either on this podcast or on this show in particular, what an idiot I am, I have an English degree. In case you want to know why um, this is the dumbest podcast, you have two English majors on this podcast. Hello. <laughs> when you remember, when you're an English major, it's always lit. <laughs> Which is two more English majors in the world. Oh, fire! So, um,. I skipped the entire uh, entire semester. I'm going to assume because I was playing Madden 04. Um, Michael Vick, greatest video game character yeah, of all please. time. 
uh, strutted in, uh, discovered we were breaking down Ozymandias, the poem about the statue that fell over. Uh, and I was like, shit, I got this. Um, <laughs> turned in about 30 minutes of work, uh, and they gave me a D. Cause I, I knocked that motherfucker out. I, I mean, if I if I'd spent a whole hour, probably would have been a C. So don't ever let them don't ever let them tell you uh, you can't achieve your dreams. You're you, hey, you're talking to us here today. Now, did you have another story you had in mind other than I just showed up to like lay some Shelly on you with no preparation whatsoever? Um, there was the time I got a D in college algebra. Um. And this this is after in high school when I <laughs> I got a C in high school algebra, tried to retake it to bump it up and got a D the second time around. <laughs> um, algebra is not a strength. <laughs> so you basically pulled the old USC Arkansas home and home like oh wait till we get you at home Trojans you lose like seventy three we'll to seven. Yeah, I did like the Ohio State thing where it's like, you know, you you could just vacate this bowl season. No, we're going all in. It's an honor We're thing. going all in. We're going to the tax slayer bowl, bitch. <laughs> uh, so in college, following up on that, I got a D the first time around college algebra. Second time around, tried to take it again. Um, and that time was so in over my head after two weeks that I dropped the class. At that point, of course, it's already paid for. So, um, yeah, I, I paid student loans on that class forever, even though I gave up. Um, also, by the way, speaking of student loans, yes, I'm a Georgia resident, which means if I'd merely showed up enough to have hit a B average at any point in high school or college, college would have been paid for and I wouldn't have had student loans and none of this would have ever been a problem to begin with. But... You know, man, that's just, it just wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. Wasn't my path. You know what <laughs> I mean? My, my walk with Jesus was rockier than others. It wasn't, it wasn't what the Lord laid out for me. <laughs> yeah. I was too distracted by, um, the Bible. Yeah, that's, that, that is correct. That is the most Georgia answer possible, which is I could have gotten a B, uh, average, you know, but, uh, you know, I was focused on a different B. That's right. B. <laughs> the B-I-B-L-E. Yeah, the B-I-B-L-E and the B-attitudes. You heard of them? Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I received a D for devotion. So those are probably my academic highs. What do y'all have here? Oh, um, I'll go. I'll, I have a couple which are noteworthy. I it did not... Yeah, I'm going to go back a little bit. I didn't turn in homework for going on four years at least. And I mean, I, like people say like, oh man, I never did homework. No, I did not do homework. I was assigned a negative 237 by a teacher once for an assignment that required compilation and organization because I lacked so many elements that it turns out the number of points you could take off on an assignment exceeded 100 and that that's I made mistakes that weren't even there. So like, do you still have to go to this class to this day? Like is that how far behind that's you why are? I you don't That's why I don't live in Tennessee. <laughs> that that yeah, that that teacher can issue a summons. Yeah, no, that teacher can legally issue a summons in Tennessee. I think legally I owe her a pig suitable for barbecue. I think that's how you pay things the off. The teacher can like garnish your hours between 3 and 3.30 <laughs> for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, she can lay claim to my birthright of 
uh the scopes monkey trial i don't know like whatever (laughs) whatever we got you know like she can get it um so what what was the span of this four years is this high school um, that is going back to middle school i will take it a little bit further to high school and say that in high school i once received a an f on an oral presentation because i simply forgot we had to do one and i'm in class one day in biology and everybody's given these like really involved like you know presentations i'm like whoa that's trippy y'all <laughs> i'm like wong and i'm like wong and infinity war right like i'm like oh man that's crazy y'all be safe and then uh and then i got i got a little spencer what's your presentation on and i looked over and i was like and you know normally you have like some witty repartee in a teen scenario right like no i had nothing i was like <laughs> uh yeah, I didn't do that. Did we do presentations? Like, it was completely sincere. Like, did we have to do a presentation? And uh, I was mm-hmm. like... I thought they were just sharing. Yeah, I just thought y'all were talking. <laughs> I thought you were really enthusiastic about Golgi bodies. I thought these folks just were expressing themselves. It was like a Quaker meeting, right? They were just moved and they speak were... Speak st- on it. They were just going to speak on it and talk to the Lord. Speak on this endoplasmic reticulum. Yeah, you know, I thought, you know, that they were talking about sodium pumps and they were getting pretty excited. And I realized that... You're just sitting there like, man, this is the lamest rap battle ever. <laughs> Honestly, you know what I was doing? I think... I think I was reading Larry McMurtry. I think I was reading like Last Picture Show or something and, in biology class. And and Miss Burns just goes, yeah, that's not going to, you get an F. You just get like a straight F. So then I got to college and I took judo at UF. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You- <laughs> This, this is so much better, y'all. It gets better from this point. <laughs> which was which was great. No, no, go ahead. No, go we're ahead. Not done. no keep laughing. We're not, we're not done yet. Like, like, do you, like, you want to know, like, like somebody I feel deeply on a historical level. It's G.K. Chesterton because he had a teacher who uh, G.K. Chesterton was a uh, like a sort of british writer around like late 19th early 20th century and he was this big dude who was friends with george bernard shaw and he wrote like a bunch of really interesting mysteries and he was like a really like interesting polymath kind of dude so not like me but careful yeah so but he he said that a teacher told him when middle school basically he goes if we opened your head chesterton we should find not brain but only a lump of white fat he was like oh for real that's amazing. That's amazing. That's where the flavor is. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a why good when brisket. They say you've lost your mind. You've lost your marbles because all the marbling resides inside the skull. Mm-hmm. It's just a delicious mm-hmm. smoke. It's the ham of knowledge. It, it, think of your body as a constantly turning El Pastor spit of meat, and the brain just uh, whatever the opposite of congeals is, and it just it marinates your meats over time. It does. Life is nothing but a 70-year marinade. Yeah. That's why you got to put it on low. That's why the tastiest barbecue is made in the South, because everything's in a marinade. I don't get this a lot, but every, I hope every, that every one brain person, here is low and slow. I hope that one person from my hometown listened to this podcast from the days when I was going to be a nuclear chemist. And it's just shaking their head. <laughs> oh, you see, you, you, were set up, you were set up for like a conflict from the beginning, because you're surrounded by nuclear chemists. Yeah. 
Yeah. If you're anything, if you're anything else, that's a disappointment, right? Yeah. yeah. So which is which is insanity. Yeah. Right. Because like it's a company town. What are you gonna do? It's a company. Yeah. Well, see, it's a company town. Yeah. Life can't live off nuclear physicists. Yeah, we're doing pretty good. They're good for death, though. They're like a super. I'm afraid of that. Yeah. So anyway, I took judo. <laughs> Laugh again. Go ahead. Oh, I got a start out. Oh, it tickles. Okay. So I took judo. Did you wear the little pajamas? Oh, yeah. You had to wear a gi. Yeah. <laughs> karate pajamas. Yeah, I took the karate pajamas. I wore a gi, and, uh, which was great, by the way. They're very comfortable. Um, Does that breathe? That oh, fabric? Oh, no, not one bit. Okay. Not at all. Especially in an unair conditioned gymnasium. So wet teen Spencer taking mm-hmm. judo. Yes, it got better. Thick sopping karate pajamas. They let us choke. Drink it in, listeners. They let us choke each other out. Oh my! Pretty frequently. So, like, I remember a lot of. in the AAU? By the way, this is the moment that I want to point out that when the Big Ten brags about having all their schools in the AAU, Florida's also in there, and this is what you get. Yeah, you get classes, judo classes, where the guys like, yeah, go ahead. You know, like you'll see a little pink around the fringe of your vision, and you know things will go white, but that's okay. Just tap like a brisket. Our boy will let you out. Right. So I think half the class were like dudes just basically like, oh, is it? No, wait. Okay. Good. All right. That's good. Um, Some really interesting fetish work came out of that class, I'm sure. So I found my partner, my favorite partner in that class, because it took like a couple of sessions, right, to figure it out. Um, Because we go and the guy's like, hey, all right. So welcome. This is judo. We're just going to be like, you know, going back and forth doing judo shit. I'm going to show you how to throw people and how to like choke and. You know, do all this stuff, right? Um, you know, also with the judo instructor, we're like, these. what are these illegal strikes? They're like, oh, I'll show you all the illegal strikes. It's fine. This is a nut punch. Don't ever do this. Bam! Um, so my partner in that class... Is he a professor of karate? No, he's, you know, there's just lots of people who can walk into a university and kind of just, you know, do stuff. Adjuncts. Lecturers. I'm right? Judo instructors. Ad- I'm a judo adjunct in Gainesville. Basically, yeah. Oof. At Florida, is there literally a professor position called gym teacher? Um, yes, basically. Florida has leisure studies. This was Rex Grossman's major um, when he was at Florida. Leisure studies is basically Florida the major. It instructs people on how to manage golf courses, amusement parks. Didn't we make a joke about Arizona State having this? No, yeah, this is no, it's, it's completely real. Yeah. yeah okay. There is no joke. I've never told a joke in my life because I went to Florida. You just have to describe. You said I took judo. Like I said, not even telling a joke. All right. You laugh. I took judo, and was th- and my favorite partner was this two hundred and seventy pound tiny legs with my tiny little short legs. And this gets funnier because my favorite partner was like a two hundred and sixty pound Venezuelan guy, who uh who would just like heave me. 10 feet every throw right and everyone else in the class was like tapping out like i I can't work with him because like he tries to go soft and like throws me halfway across the gym and i was like i got this this will be fine it'll be my extra credit so we get to the end of the semester and they're like yeah we're gonna have a written exam and i was like it was really sure we'll have a written exam it'll be fine uh there was a textbook we were supposed to be reading it the whole time (laughs) Like the whole time. And it wasn't like a 20-page textbook. No, no. It was like a good 120-page textbook. Were there pictures? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there were pictures. Was there text we were supposed to read? Oh, you betcha. How much of it did I know? Oh, not much, reader. Listener. You. Not much. Didn't know know much of it. What did I get? I got a B. I got a B and I didn't read the textbook. 
because apparently there's only so much you can know about judo. <laughs> I think my answer to everything was Karegaruma. And it worked. That's fine. So I got to be in that, um, despite never having picked up the textbook because the University of Florida is a fine. This is the best part. And this allows us to make our pivot. The University of Florida is on the books is basically being the second best academic institution in the SEC. A title which, when you say it out loud, sounds Woo! so much worse than it actually is. It's the second best. It's the second best academic institution in the SEC. I told somebody Florida was a, like where they were ranked once in U.S. News and World Report when I looked it up. And they went to Syracuse and they were like, oh, I wonder what Syracuse is. And I was like, oh, Syracuse was two spots below Florida. And she goes, oh, man, what happened to Syracuse? <laughs> <laughs> to which I was like, hmm, it's as if your school is not as good as you think it might be. Syracuse got an indoor football facility. That's true. That's all they have. <laughs> Last I checked, that was a point of contention for you folks. <laughs> we have real estate issues, dang it. Mm. We're, it's a hell of a judo gym. It's got an amazing <laughs> judo gym. I think the judo, the gym that uh, we had that in, by the way, was condemned the, like immediately afterwards for like asbestos. Oh, so was my favorite gym. Oh, cheers. SEC, baby. <laughs> yeah. So this is, this is also our way of pivoting to saying... Um, that the school you went to is dumb. Doesn't matter which, like there are a variety of dumb, maybe different varieties of smart, but somewhere along the road. Stepped on my thesis. Well, this is, this is getting, you have a, a slightly different thesis. Minus, yeah, minus that we can tell you how dumb your school is, even if it's a smart school. For instance, if you're listening, uh, what's a school that one of our listeners might've gone to just to pick one at random. Uh, LSU. LSU. Okay. You're basically famously stupid. You're famously dumb. Randy Newman. I quote from Rednecks. You went to LSU? College men from LSU, when and dumb, come out dumb too. That's that's like on the books. You're like a, a reference for that. Admittedly, you're not Simpsons roastable in terms of... Maggie, oh, they're roastable. Maggie Simpson being, you know, Maggie Simpson being qualified to teach at Florida State per a Simpsons episode. But LSU on the books is being... Uh, fabulously dumb by that i mean fable by that i mean on like a, a person who writes lyrics would go hmm, what's a dumb school i'm gonna choose lsu i was thinking more michigan like if we we're like how is how's michigan dumb oh i thought we were starting in the sec count of my thesis oh no 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 we're Doing great yeah it's all right you trampled it. going straight to you the top it, just like you trample everything else it's fine oh god i'm just gonna... short little legs i'm just gonna... <laughs> i'm just gonna sit over here for a moment I think he hit it with a judo stomp. No, yeah. no the, the theory that I was operating under, which is that every school in the SEC is the same variety of dumb, just at different levels, but did they have different smarts? That's true. You you said that, um, like, for instance, South Carolina. I'm just going to go ahead and give South Carolina fugitive smarts. Like, they'd all make really good at fugitives. Like, if you're from South Carolina. What do you, it's an interesting use of the subjunctive there. Yeah. <laughs> It is, and it's intentional. That's an English joke. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that that if like you needed somebody who was like, man, I wish I knew somebody who could put a file in a wedding cake, right? And give it to me in prison. I'm like, oh hey, look, just a cake for you, buddy. That'd be South Carolina. What's Georgia's variety of smarts? Like, if we're all the same kind of dumb in the SEC, what's Georgia's variety of smarts? Oof. Dry fit, like agricultural, dry fit khakis. What kind of mm. 
everything's kind of a shade of Clemson. Like it's all agricultural and Jesus. Mm-hmm. I guess you add in some like fucking indie rock they want you to care about. They're good at golf because if you devote enough hours to anything, you can get better at it. I think they can turn any environment into a comfortable suburban one, no matter what, right? Mm. You're like, wow, man, where did this Georgia fan like mock up a With camp like chair? Balances and skirted all the all their furniture has skirts on it, you know. <laughs> that's, that's their smarts. We can turn anything into a doily. Yeah, we can do it. Then, then how do you distinguish that from Ole Miss? Oh, we inherited our doilies at Ole Miss. Yeah, we okay. our, our grandpappy <laughs> turned it into a doily. This racist doily has handed down through six generations. Actually, I've seen this at work, and I know this. We all joke about varying ways of smuggling alcohol into something. We don't joke. Old Miss, Old Miss fans are the best people I have ever seen at finding various things and purchasing and researching and finding different ways to smuggle alcohol in because it's not acceptable at any level of their socializing to do so, but they all drink. Who are these people doing research for this? It's not hard. I saw somebody with a, a necktie flask at an old Miss game. At when I was a student, it was suns it was bourbon in the sunscreen bottle because they're flexible and you can just kind of squirt it into your mouth. You gotta rinse it real good first though. Yeah, I think I think old Miss people are more into that like camouflage thing. Oh, we would do the Ziploc baggies in the bra too. Yeah, that's a Tennessee survivalist thing. That's yeah. what makes this different. Yeah, we're all like low-key preppers, even if you weren't actually raised a prepper. <laughs> this is Tennessee smarts, right? Oh, is yeah. Hill, Hilljack prepper smarts? Yep. That's that's where they got it, right? You right. don't even make the, distinguish of, the, the distinguishing factor of being a prepper because it's like, well, why wouldn't I have two years worth of flour? How are Kentucky fans different and smart in a different way? This. Raccoon smarts. Raccoon smarts and living within the grid but without a name, social security number, or records. No, like, yeah, Tennessee is like, well, we're going to go up in the hills and hide out. And Kentucky is like, we're going to hide out in the drop ceiling of this TJ Maxx and they'll never find us. <laughs> what you got? Hey, man, we got wrestling. They got gum at the <laughs> register. We got Food Network up in here. It's amazing. He He's a boss, but of cakes. This is why Kentucky and Coles start with the same letter. Wow. When civilization mm-hmm. crumbles, they're all going to meet there to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's a that's a very Tennessee answer. No, it's not Tennessee uh, rebuilds it. Mississippi back State they they know all the rules to baseball. <laughs> Are they the only people who know the, all the unwritten rules to baseball? Is that Mississippi State's gift? They got, I think like, they, yeah they were they were handed down to Mississippi though. State from on high. Also yeah I would trust Mississippi State and the SEC. They're the people who know how to cure meats. Yeah, they're they're quantifiable meat and dairy smarts. Exactly. Like if somebody came through and they were like, "Hey man, listen, we cured this ham." Only two schools I would trust on that if you were from a Tennessee grad or if you were a Mississippi State grad. But man, if you're some Auburn guy and you're like, hey, man, I made a ham. I think it's so good. Yeah, you're like, that's green mold, Auburn man. And that's bad. I know it for a fact. Mm. I think Auburn uh, Auburn people, their special variety of smart. Um, Omerta? Yeah. They're they're socially, I think, I think they're social cohesion. Yeah. stronger than anyone else's in terms of Omerita. And- yeah, we make your pastor saw that jokes about Georgia, but with Auburn, your pastor's in the pipes. <laughs> yeah, but he's in on it too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Pass that, pass that special collection plate. Right. I don't. I don't trust. Uh, I don't trust Auburn to survive the apocalypse. But if they did, I trust them to survive it 
with uh with like the gang intact right they would have their own internal auburn facebook that they organized on like note cards and stuff i don't know that so auburn, all are all yeah, or nothing auburn feels like the guy who shows up to the apocalypse bunker with two hundred thousand dollars in a duffel bag mm-hmm. and like no socks yeah well, it's casual <laughs> why 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 are you gonna wear socks yeah and he's got he's got his weegens on too it's pet. It's and it's I pet think, as, Since we know Auburn the is the, the one that always turns out the opposite of expected, like either Auburn, Auburn rolls up in a fucking tank and somehow dies, or you know rolls up wearing nothing but boxers and Wait, I think, takes over the compound. I think that might be Georgia's skill: unnecessarily militarized policing. Also, this golf carts. They're the ones who are going to show it with the most golf carts. Unnecessarily, unnecessarily militarized golf carts. Golf carts. <laughs> yeah. Like like golf cart of the apocalypse that that's a Georgia thing through and through. Mm. Uh, Florida fans unexpected smarts. If we are all indeed the same variety of dumb serpentine. <laughs> that's, yeah, Flor- Florida smarts will be this. Um, it will be substances. We will be uh, Florida Florida people more than anyone else I know, and I really credit a like a whole combination of factors for this. But I knew more people at Florida who were like, "Hey, listen, I found out this gets you high." Or I know, I know this found out this gets you drunk. Like they figured out more ways. Like the person who made a bong out of a traffic cone, they went to Florida. Okay. <laughs> the person who figured out how to, uh, the person who figured out, Hey, I figured out how to smoke nutmeg, but not have screaming hallucinations and painful cramping. That person went to Florida. The person who went to Florida, uh, who was like, yeah, listen, I found like a legacy safe full of like, You're gonna say I found a leg. I found a leg. I turned a <laughs> I turned a leg into a bomb. Yeah, that would that would be that's somebody who went disciplinary to, studies with us at the body farm. That's true. That's true. Um, like I know somebody who used to. Um, I know somebody who used to go to the primate lab at Florida and just smoke PCP and watch the apes. That's that's Florida. Reader, that's, I married her. Yeah, that's <laughs> she's she asleep. Did she hear that? She used to go to the primate lab and smoke PCP. It made her relaxed. She's a lovely lady. But that's that's Florida smarts. It's pharmaceuticals. And I, I mean all types of pharmaceuticals. Everything recreationally. If you want somebody who's on that fine razor edge of human experience, who's going to be the bold pioneer, who tries that thing for you, you know when they do it, they have a drug and they go, this was initially designed to like slow down seizures and like extreme epileptics. But it turns out that if you rub it on your eyeball in a paste, right, then it's an anti-anxiety drug. A Florida person found that out and it's they like didn't do it intentionally. Astronaut. It is. It's like being, it's completely like being an astronaut. Uh, the Florida person will have something for everything in your life, probably in their purse and probably organized alphabetically. So uh, I think that's our special variety of smarts. Amid the general wash of SEC dumb. Did we do Alabama? They got to have, I mean. Counting. It's counting. Counting? Just the best at counting it's, it, numbers. It's industrial psychology. Mm. That's true. Convincing you of inevitability. Mm. Process. Process. Mm. It's all about process. I think counting is definitely one of their gifts. I think one of their secret smarts, by the way, are inventing petty rules so that they can count things or get things their way. Right. Mm. Like if you look at this at the code the like code of Alabama, they're all laws written to screw someone else over through absurd exclusion, right? Like somebody in nineteen seventy spell Hammurabi with Alabama. <laughs> oh my god. It's completely true. Yeah. 
an eye for an eye, a title for a title. Hanging Gardens of Babylon. <laughs> that and uh, you know who the real eighth wonder of the world is. <laughs> Tua. That's right, Tua. Tua, who this week, by the way, came out like the, there's footage of him doing a hula dance, which has to be a real conflicted How moment. How confused are they right now? Yeah, doing a traditional dance. Well, no, you remember our, our friend of the show, uh, Raging Cajun Rebel, who is of Lebanese extraction, uh, used to talk about how he got through Old Miss uh, unbothered because, in his words, they couldn't figure out what exactly I was. Yeah, and that's got to be like... Which made it difficult to, to you know, uh, profile him. Yes, remember, this is the same fan base who at least one person on a message board has asked, was the language barrier an issue for Tua? Who was born in Hawaii, which is in the United States, as far as we know. Yeah. For um, Arkansas, can we go like digital espionage via dial-up modem? I kind of hate that I that I used Raccoon Smarts already because I feel like Raccoon Studies has got to be like a three hundred level course at Arkansas. Maybe it's more. Maybe it's more possum. Hey now. Yeah, I think Arkansas has. Uh, now they are playing dead. I think Arkansas actually one of their smarts is this: the ability to function in a. Uh, cha- it's the hive mind. It's the ability to function in a chaotic environment and somehow like thrive. Like yeah. people who come out of Arkansas, when they come out of there, they're the sharpest, meanest people. Like Jimmy Johnson, mm. Jerry Jones, right? John Daly. <laughs> Houston Nutt. All right, we don't give Houston Nutt enough credit. Houston Nutt came out of what? He came out of Arkansas and was Houston Nutt, and he still made a lot of money being Houston Nutt. Mm. Like, think about that. That's <laughs> you're, you're 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 kind of saying a lot, but kind of not saying anything. Mm. He came out as Houston Nutt, and he's still Houston Nutt. That sounds like something Houston Nutt would say. Actually. I mean, Houston Nutt made more money than any of us have ever made. And what did he do? It's well, a- apparently not much because he keeps asking for more of it. New Year's Eve. New Year's, two bowls, two bowls. Took old consecutive. consecutive New Year's bowls. Brother. Brother. I just said, he worked that bit way further, right? What's Jerry Jones done? Jerry Jones, like, Jerry Jones hit, like, what? Two two lucky shots at oil that were funded by other people. And then he bought the Cowboys. <laughs> and then as There's far a little Georgia in Jerry Jones. There's a little Georgia. <laughs> what do you got? Whole heap of nothing. Let's go. Woo. Like like Jimmy Johnson's legit brilliant. Barry Switzer's from Arkansas. Mm. You know Barry Switzer had? Pack of smokes and two nuts. That's it. Just getting the hell out of Arkansas on that alone. And you know, the deep irony here is people talk about, you know, Arkansas in terms, in, in derogatory terms when it comes to infrastructure and stuff like that. Would you cross Arkansas internet for money? No. 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 Not for, not for all the Bitcoin in the world. Oh, man. Have they discussed? Is it too late for Burtcoin? Burtcoin. The official currency of the Florida. I, I mean, Arkansas. I will tell you this. You are correct. Arkansas can do more damage over a dial-up motive than any fan base in the nation. Where, where did Burt end up? Wash up? Uh, He's a New England patriot. That's a fascinating question. Me? No. Jason is correct. Like quality control? He- or is he just interning up there? <laughs> I think I think he might be Belichick's bodyguard. He was oh like God, following him like around at the Preakness or something like that. Oh wow, that's a pair of imposing silhouettes. That's a lot of weird shirts. Yeah, 
Because everyone knows about Belichick shirts, but you look at the fucking Duplo strength shackets they put on Bert. This is this could Somebody, really. Who, who was it that said it looked like he was wearing a grill cover? <laughs> this could really pose a danger to, to Bert's next community. Can you imagine? You know, because right now the advantage of him and his previous Nike deal was that whatever was whatever was. Uh, emanating from his pores was sealed in to a degree he cuts those sleeves off that's a biohazard but it'll it'll all freeze because he, now he's up there oh, where Jesus, it's cold that's unpleasant so he'll, he's ice man now yeah ice burt right ahead ice burt oh, <laughs> i do like though that if you get now if you get fired you have to go on like coach rehab Right. And you have to like coaches do this thing where like one coach totes another one around and goes like, he's actually good. Do you think Saban tried to hire him and Bert made too many sexual jokes in the interview? And- hey, uh, they, they call me Ice Bert because there's uh, more down there than it looks like there is, you know. <laughs> I keep forgetting that's what he sounds like. You do a damn good Bert. Like, that's crazy. Uh, the The other thing that you should know, too, about. Bert being with New England is that like there's no I don't think there's an agent trade-off here right because sometimes you see a coach show up somewhere and it's obvious that in the role they're in there's some kind of relationship or trade-off being fulfilled right post firing in order to sort of rehab their image and push them forward and keep them as a viable source of income not that we're talking about anybody in particular why is Saban Mm -hmm. so susceptible to this shit Honestly, I'm I, actually asking. I don't think Saban's ever made. I think he's one of those guys who's like make friends before you need them. I really think he's like, mm. he's definitely one of those guys who's not an iconoclast. He's not one of these. Like, I think he's definitely one of those guys who's like, I could all, I really think he thinks this. I could always be that guy. This is a longer conversation, but I wonder, cause the reason I asked is I've, you know, he's, he's run into trouble before where, you know, with, with players being given this, this is a reach stay with me here, but he's run into trouble before with, with players being given uh, what's seen as too many chances after too many reprehensible uh, behavior incidents. And his defenders have always come back uh, with this notion that, you know, if, if he's got a greatest fault, it's that he genuinely believes he can change people. Yeah, no, I mean, past, I, past the point where it's realistic, past the point where football would be the appropriate vehicle for change. And I'm just wondering if that extends to grownups. That got serious, and I'm sorry about that. Go back to jokes. Is it that he brought on Butch Jones to try and facetiously <sighs> rehabilitate him I mean, as I a coach so he can get him that. installed at like Auburn? I actually forgot about that. Yeah, I think that's way more likely. He's just seeding the clouds with his own dumb, dull children. He's like, oh, well, hey, look, LSU, you should probably hire Butch Jones. He's been great here. Do you here. think he looks at McElwain and Muschamp and then looks at Butch and he's like, well, this one clearly fell out of the nest before he was fully baked. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pop this back in for a few more minutes. He can definitely work hard. I, I'm actually wondering what he <laughs> wants Butch for. It's the reason I listen, keep asking. People, like, people want to rag possibly, on him. His attendance was excellent. What could you possibly learn from him unless you want to install him at Auburn? Okay, this is this is by the way where we we cut to the, we we cut the crap. 
and we just get to before we move on to if we want to discuss another conference. We're not obligated to do that because as we all know, there's really only two conferences. There's God's conference. There's God's conference. And then there's there's the Pac-12 for sleepy time. Yeah. And then there's the Big Ten for for an imaginary other that we imagine. The the Virtue Conference. They're fine. They're fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Fine. I'm not actually mad. What the hell are we imitating right now? Someone named like some lump name. Some name like Greg. Mm. Greg from Minnesota. No, I'm fine. You're not fine, Greg. Quit lying to me. But uh, to do the SEC academic rankings per U.S. News and World Report, which is oh, like, no. we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Okay. Wait, does Arkansas mm. still permit a free press? Um, That's a good question. I don't know if that's taken into account all right. in, in U.S. News and World Report. Uh, we all know that the number one school in the SEC is Vanderbilt, uh, mostly because they pull students from outside the region. <laughs> um, yeah. One of two schools I got into. I only applied to two schools. I somehow got into Vanderbilt, and one of the biggest disasters in my life would have been going to Vanderbilt. I don't know what they're so proud about not being able to get into Duke for. Oh, man. It's not even like you're going to be like a top flight white supremacist if you go to Vanderbilt. Mm. So Vanderbilt's number one. No, you're going to be the problematic white moderate. Mm. Let's see. So Vanderbilt is uh, number one, obviously. Number two, uh, that'd be the University of Florida, <laughs> whose great scientific achievement is Gatorade. That's actually mentioned in AL.com's article, and they're like, like I appreciate AL.com instantly downplaying this, being like, the University of Florida, who invented Gatorade, is number two in the SEC. Um, wait, you're reading from AL.com covered this? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, wait. Oh, I thought you were reading. This is how good AL.com is at shit. If you're if you're an AL.com like writer, worker, you know, you know that you're out there mapping the mind of the SEC football fan and people who want to make fun of SEC football fans, which I respect, because you know you're like, some big 10 schmuck is gonna want to read this, and I'm just gonna put it right in their I'm gonna put it in their veins for them. They read books, asshole. <laughs> they don't look up University of Iowa's academic ranking. <laughs> We have a great creative writing workshop. Yeah, that's academics. Yeah, you let in Hannah Horvath. Shut up. Yeah, please. So, uh, do you care to guess what number three is? Mississippi State. Texas A&M. Oh, Man, no. You're, cl- you're close. You're close. And, uh, I will tell you that Jason's okay, so close. thinking agricultural? Uh, it, it is <clears throat> the University of Georgia. Huh. Yeah, which contains great programs in... <laughs> And uh, also, number four, though, Jason is correct. That's Texas A&M, which is a way Texas better. Texas A&M is a better school than Mizzou. <laughs> it is. It is. I trust them more. Like, Mizzou's like, we have a great journalism program. You're no, like, don't. what actual disciplines do you have? What what sciences do you have? Is that a thing? Texas A&M, by the way, that's like low key. We didn't do them. Texas A&M, they're the smartest people in the SEC. You can oh, quote yeah. me on that. Like, they're the ones who can actually make shit. You're like, oh, man, it'd be great if we had a grill where you could cook a whale. Like, if you just had, like, a whale-sized grill, and they'd be like, like what kind of whale? What kind of whale? You're dealing with a right whale? The ass can be like, is global warming real? And they'd be like, no, 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 no. But what kind of whale? We can make that grill. I think all you got to do is you just got to say, like, hey, I heard uh, Texas couldn't figure out how to solve global warming. <laughs> Tex- Spend some time in college A&M station is and on it from horizon to horizon, and don't tell me it's not a logical conclusion that the Earth is flat. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. 
but you're right. All they'd have to do is like bait Texas in there. You'd be like, hey, I heard the Longhorns like were uh, trying to make a fusion reactor. Be like the Manhattan. I can't believe you didn't write about Texas A&M, Texas for your rivalry series. Oh, except that they're not a rivalry. It's not a rivalry. Yeah. Not on either side. I heard that. Make out. Uh, this is where it starts make to get out. painful. Just kiss. Kiss. Y'all, this is where it starts to get real painful. Like, real painful. If the next one is Kentucky, I swear to God. <laughs> It's almost as bad. <laughs> Actually, I think it's I think it's worse given that an SEC coach made a famous joke about the academics at this place. So is it Auburn or Tennessee? <clears throat> that would be East Alabama Male College. I hate y'all so much. AKA Auburn University. <laughs> Auburn University is the fifth ranked school in the SEC. I like East Alabama Mail College because that means that theoretically there's a magazine called East Alabama Mail out there floating somewhere. It might be that prepper magazine that we found at the grocery store this week. Lapels can't be wide enough. Just go ahead. Put them on up to the shoulders. It just gets worse from here. It really does. Yeah, that's the point of starting at the top of the ranking. <sighs> no, no. I mean, it gets, it falls off. Oh, cool. This is not like a gradual declination, right? It's not like, eh, great you know it's not like a plateau that gently no it's like plateau and then uh at number 208 in the nation uh the next one is university of south carolina yeah i'm we're really taking some big strides down these it's rankings. So cold. oh i wasn't expecting to be in the 200 i'm ready already. i'm ready to drop the hammer hard on the the next to next one not the next one but the one after the next okay because number 218 in the nation is lsu which okay that's fair like that doesn't surprise me you're like lsu they got some great coastal wildlife preservation programs they, you know you got some people who know how to do some seriously academic louisiana things oh, they're their ecological side no they don't have two nickels to rub together no no how, how much are they how much are they paying their their football people um, never mind. Um, what happened to Bobby Jindal? Yeah, that's that's a real interesting question. Yeah. Um, number two twenty three, a school by the way that is ranked below. Let's review: LSU, South Carolina, and Auburn. Ole Miss and Auburn. You're ranked below Texas A and M. Rick Perry graduated from there, and he's like pedigreed smarter than anyone who went to this school. The University of Missouri, Columbia. Hey, guess who Mizzou is tied with? Who is Mizzou tied with? Georgia State. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, astonishes me because, like, Georgia State's awesome. They're great. I love that school. Love it to death. Like, I know somebody. Georgia State doesn't even have a campus. Georgia State makes lives better, man. Georgia State is just a series of office floors you get to via, like, Assassin's Creed jumps. University of Missouri is evidently like a series of columns and lies. That's it. And Cheryl Crow. Don't forget. Cheryl Crow in here. Homewrecker. Homewrecker. Dated Lance Armstrong, please. Uh, below that, at 243, we have the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. Woo! Hey, they That's got... about right. <laughs> you got astronauts, though. We got a lot of astronauts. That's right. Which... No, no. <laughs> this yeah. is it we're we're again we are we are declining rapidly here 283 or i'm sorry 264 Ooh. we got the university of alabama <laughs> good gracious 
<laughs> hey, let me let me remind you, okay? Number 264, if we take uh that 4 and that 2 and you multiply, mm. that's 8, and then you take the 8 and the 6, that's 14. Um that's getting to the number of titles that we'll claim for Alabama. That's getting there, right? Mm-hmm. I do that right? Sure. 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 Wait. What number is that again? 264. Mm. You can't get there. I really tried. What, the kick six joke or the one second joke? Oh, oh no. I tried to get into a kick six. I couldn't quite get there. Mm. Yeah. But I will say this. Auburn does soundly beat the University of Alabama in academic rankings. Yeah. Auburn's got a big nursing program, don't they? They have a really good nursing school. They do. And they also train exploding dogs. Never forget uh, Auburn. That was my favorite EDSBS era. Was the exploding dogs at Auburn era? The Auburn School of Exploding Dog Studies. Yeah. Uh, 283, University of Arkansas. Hey, that's respectable, Arkansas. Because guess who you're still above? At 310, you're above. Oh, my you're God. Above, <laughs> you're above the University of Kentucky. Hey, real quick. Um, <clears throat> my alma mater, it now ranks above SEC schools now that we've crossed the 300s. Well, Hell yeah. See, we're we're in this vague range. It only says number two thirty one to number three hundred. I don't know where they slot us. They don't even care. We're in the grab bag above also Kentucky. Receiving volts. Hoot hoot, bitch. <laughs> uh, this is when it gets real bad. I'm just gonna. This is the heart of darkness it here. Wasn't already real bad. Oh, it's about to get worse. All right. Because you're about to hear the saddest brag in the world, which is that old Miss grads are always like, Mississippi State, we're a better school than you. Yeah, that's because oh, the University no, you just of just got mud rooms. That's the only difference. <laughs> 3.59. 3.59. That's the University of Mississippi. And at 4.25, br- Good at God. 4.25, bring it up the back, but with a turf management program, which is the Harvard of turf management programs. And the creamery. And actually, no one had to do stuff and having a real life smarts, unlike those tea Raylan. sippers over in Oxford. And a McAllister's Deli and a cookout. That's on top of the Oh, oh that's cookout. on top of the Chick-fil-A. Oh, we got a re-rank. We over And the McDonald's. We over the Chick-fil-A in Starkville, okay? Where else can you get? Also, they got a barbecue place that serves snout. Where else are you going to get snippers? But not at, not at Ole Miss. They're too good for the whole pig. And not a single baby named Caden on campus, I bet you anything. Not one. Mississippi State, they still name people respectable things. Like... Hank. Hank and Crowbar. Truck. Truck. (laughs) (laughs) And Dak. Truck Otis Westinghouse. And Dakette. (laughs) It's it's starting to sound like just a big cave that people emerge from. (laughs) Behold, Dakette. My daughter, <laughs> along with Dakfany. Yeah, Dakfany. <laughs> I mean, it works. I'm not going to say it doesn't work. Like it kind of rolls off the tongue, right? Daxabel. Dakfany Prescotta. I love it. It's Italian. Uh, yeah, they're at 4:25. How much time do we eat up reading those off real slow? Man, I I don't know. I had I had a blast. I wasn't trying to eat up time. That was 30 minutes. We just <laughs> we just did 30 minutes on that. Real quick, like, what's the dumbest school in the Pac-12? Like, if you're just going to... Oregon re- State. <laughs> Certainly not Arizona State. No, no. Arizona State's where you return again to the realm of raccoon smarts. Like, mm-hmm. you might arrest them. They'll chew through the wires and maybe the cuffs. They will, too. 
Yeah. Their gifts lie in other areas is what we're saying. The Lord yeah. blood. Insurance the, fraud. Yeah. Insurance fraud or, you know, party and. Elder abuse. That's. <laughs> Probably. I mean, I don't know. That's a Florida specialty. Thank you very much. Y'all have a lot in common. We t- if we listen Florida and Arizona like if you just took all the water out of Ari- yeah, if, if you, you took dra- all the water if you drained Florida if you drained the swamp would you just have Arizona state Arizona is like the Florida that you set in Arizona is the preppers Florida mm. it's the tub of dehydrated Florida yeah but but my favorite neither rid of the scourge of spring baseball that's true uh, my my favorite thing by the way is of course when uh, when people in the big tw- big 10 are like whoa you are extremely prestigious state schools yeah really you want to you want to go on that you i want- only believe that about wisconsin I- <laughs> ohio state it's a real good school how many people in there like tan on a regular basis i refuse to believe it's like a really good school based on the sole number of people who use fake tanners mm. based on that alone actually University of Wisconsin is pretty high up there. No, I meant it. Yeah, no, no, no. They're 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 way up there, you know. And I know, like, so if their jackal governor would quit screwing his state universities out of you know having teachers in them and whatnot, it'd be a fine place to send your children. So, I've been, uh, guess the Big Ten's lowest ranked school. Is it 80th? It's lower than 80th. Is it lower than 80th? Um, is it they got they got. They got one in the triple digits. Oh, 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 forsooth. Day for Northwestern. Goodness. Gadzooks. Is it Northwestern? Please be Northwestern. It's not Northwestern. I know it's not Northwestern. It is NU. Actually, it's UN. UNL. <laughs> Nebraska, 111th. Nebraska. You have the triple option of accept it, accept it, or waitlisted, but wait, accepted. <laughs> You're not rejected. Yeah. I also enjoy, uh, like, Iowa, Iowa's eighty second, right? Like they're they're around basically Harvard, basically Harvard. You know, Michigan State, they're eighty second too. They're tied with Iowa, which seems like a real like traditional thing. If you told me in any situation that Michigan State and Iowa tied eight to two, like, yeah, oh, I'd it get October? it. Yeah, <laughs> like eight to two. Yeah, that's a that's a Michigan State Iowa game. What, how many overtimes would it take for Iowa and Michigan State to tie at eighty two? How much an S- that's like a 57 overtime game. I went to an SEC school. I really can't tell you. Yeah, couldn't yeah. tell you. I do know this, that that like my favorite other thing is Wisconsin being a better school than Ohio State. <laughs> There's nothing more to do to me. In Purdue, <laughs> well, Purdue makes Purdue's sense. Purdue's a good school. Yeah, Purdue's an engineering school. I'm defending Purdue. Oh, God, Not bad. according to the internet. Yeah, that's true. Remember... You talk about Purdue at all. I also enjoy that the University of Illinois, like Urbana-Champaign, is actually a really good school, but like it's in Urbana-Champaign, so nobody wants to go through the pain of going there. Mm. Like, what if you could go to MIT, but it smelled weird? It was in a bad part of Illinois. I just realized I don't know who Illinois' football coach is. I know we've done this on the show before, too. Lobby Smith! That's right, that happened. It's still Lobby Smith. Yeah. Okay, it's Illinois, so you got to check. No, it, it is, you know. But like, yeah, University of Illinois is like a really good school, and nobody actually wants to go through the agony of go, going there because mm. it's basically like Kentucky, but without the regional charm. Which, whew. 
You know, if we really want to talk about fancy lad schools, we ought to take a visit to our cousins at the ACC. Is that the last one we do? Yeah. I mean, as long as we agree that the Big 12 may be low-key the dumbest conference. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't actually think it's us. Just as a quick skim, it has three in us in double digits. Everybody else is down here in the triples there with us. Go. Who's the lowest? Like, what's the lowest ranked team in the Big Twelve? Um, <clears throat> well, with Holly on the on the call, I'm hesitant to say. Wait, do I have a partisanship in the Big Twelve? I forget. You do. What? Yeah, you, you, you do now. Uh oh. As of a few years ago, it's West Virginia. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, where are they? Where are they? Where are they squatting? Are they in the four? Are they in the four hundreds like Mississippi State? So I'm not sure. We're looking at two totally different lists um, because this one has, for example, um, Mississippi State at 176, not four or something. I'm not going to be bothered to look up whether right, that's accurate. I forgot they were in the Big Twelve. That's how great that conference footprint is. Um, yeah, but this one has West Virginia down by Mississippi State, albeit on a different that's scale. Fine. We ain't going to play school. That's fine. Yeah. They don't give doctorates and crouched in the bushes with a machete between your teeth, although they should. My mother would have gotten one. I will tell you this, that we can go ahead and throw the ACC's academic rankings out because Duke's number one. Have you ever met anyone from Duke that you would trust to, like, I don't know, drive your car three blocks? I haven't. Maybe I would trust them to design a sociopathic robot that would drive my car. Mm. Oh, so they'd make themselves. Yeah, right. Just to sure. clone themselves. All right. So we can just throw number one out, right? Like Northwestern doesn't count at Big Ten because I don't know anyone from Northwestern has actually done like anything that was like useful to society at all. Anyone? Is I like, like Rachel. Uh, is it like Rachel Nichols? Like Rachel Nichols is pretty much the greatest Northwestern graduate. It's it's like her, and that's it. We still like Roger. We, we like Do what? We? I mean. Rogers wonder. I wouldn't say he's accomplished great things, it, mind you. I'm just saying we we still like him. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I would I would really esteem like the graduates of say like you know Boston College above that, right? Andrew Sharp and and Andrew <laughs> Wake Wake Forest. Tim Duncan went to Wake Forest. Damn it! Wake Forest produced the Internet's own Delisa Casterdale. Yeah. Also, you'll you'll laugh and enjoy this. Notre Dame, again, another place where I'm like, I don't know about that production, y'all. Let's see that roster. ACC program, Notre Dame. Yeah, they're listed under the ACC. Hmm. You're in the family, Notre Dame. Stop acting like you're not. Hmm. You leave your toothbrush there. You sleep there. You're in a relationship with them. I'm sorry. That's common law. Right? You're living in sin, Notre Dame. Also, UVA is in that like top three or four. Yeah, cool. That's fine. (laughs) That's what'd you what'd you major in writing for the national review okay great yeah go enjoy that there's like basically like chris long and debrick ferguson rest of y'all you're sus yeah this is a fancy ass conference i mean you look down okay georgia tech they make stuff virginia tech they make stuff um louisville way down at 171 they make pizza <laughs> Like this is a conference heavily tilted in favor of people. I, who don't I think actually this is actually things. our conference that produces the most fancy lad fascists. Like if you're looking, this is a heavy. <laughs> this is real heavy on fancy lad fascists. Well, Richard Sherman, of course, is a dual ACC degree <laughs> holder. Yeah. Of exactly I mean, the two schools you'd expect for this sort of thing. 
Did I say Richard Sherman? What's the dude's name? Richard Spencer. Richard Spencer. But yeah, yeah, that, that, guy. that guy. Not. I would. I would never. I would never. Like I, I get Richard all the way Sherman down. Like before I find anything, I find socially acceptable. Like the first school I find socially acceptable, where I'm like, I wouldn't break out in hives hanging out with all of you, is actually the University of Miami because I'm like Gloria Stefan and I could vibe. It'd be fine. Do they have judo? Yeah, I mean, you have your Clemson, your Louisville. You know, you've got a, you got a few normal people. North Carolina, of course. There are no, there are no students there, so we'd fit in fine. Yeah, like Clemson at seven. Like Clemson's ranked seventh in the conference. Clemson has some of the most low-key intelligent people I've ever like worked with or been with. Because you're like, man, this person went to Clemson and they're like loud and have a huge accent. And holy shit, they have a PhD in biostats? The hell? This happened to be like twice where I've been like, really? Wow. They're extremely intelligent. And I am surprised by that. Like, it's a tough conference when like down in the bottom, you got like Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech's got some smart ass people. Virginia Tech is the school that I would trust to rebuild society in a post-apocalyptic world, maybe more than any other school in the country. Yeah. Like, what's the top of this conference going to do? You got a bunch of Duke grads who are going to rebuild society. They'll make great kindling. Do you have interns? Does the post-apocalypse have interns? So, Jason, I want to discuss something very important and personal to both of us. I can't wait to I can't wait to discuss this. That'd be this. Did you watch the royal wedding? I didn't. Um, I awoke during what felt like hour seventeen of it, according to the timeline, and then checked in throughout the day and. Um, around hour 73, things seem to wind down. Um, I, I, I saw the one very good meme where they're astonished by what's in the sky, though. Yeah. Well, let me tell you this. There's nothing more beautiful than seeing two people in love celebrate that love in front of everybody. And you don't want you don't want any distractions from that. You don't want anything to pull your attention away from that but i did keep noticing something all right that's in between the beautiful floral arrangements and the gorgeous monologue about the power of love and the transformative uh power that love has to change our world all right and 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 that was that was a beautiful thing that michael curry said i, I did have one problem one thing kept distracting me you know what was that no I, I think Harry and William need to drop the top, man. All right. Mm-hmm. They got to mm-hmm. do something about that hair loss. Because mm-hmm. the royal family, they're long on a lot of things. Money. Red hair. Uh, they're, uh, they are they got a lot of buildings. But you know what they don't have a lot of? Hair. Particularly not, William. Not well, very hairy. No. For a you'd guy think, named... You'd think he would be. For a guy named Harry? Um, yeah. The name itself, not very fitting. I know that the beard has migrated southward to compensate for the loss up north. But in a marriage, when you get married, that wedding is before the eyes of the Lord. As in above. And you know what the Lord saw? <laughs> Just a big old a big old spreading mushroom cloud of a bald spot. I mean, listen, a little a little atoll of red hair surrounding a sea of flesh just rising up to cover everything around it. Both both for William especially and for Harry. We're saying 
they're bald. And you know what? They're not alone. I don't want to I don't want to bald shame them because baldness is a condition. It's just it's just a reality. 66% of their men by 35, it's gone, y'all. Not just not just their men, all all men, according to the document in front of all us. All men. Yeah, remember royals, they were basically the only people who had teeth. They're the ones who could never brush their teeth and keep them till they were like 40. And that that qualified you as royalty ordained by God in the 1100s, right? That's that's how the Windsors got the job in the first place, right? The problem is, once you see it, the rising sea levels of flesh around all that hair. Ew. It's uh it's too late, man. It's too late. Yeah, you're doomed already. Yeah. And that might be you. Cuz I know, I'm going to speak truth to your heart here, okay? Going to look at you. It might be you and and you you'll know it. You'll know it. You'll be like, no, man, it's all good. Um, it, it's not. It's 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 not good. Um, it's bold. not you because listeners to this program are millennials, attractive. Um, oh, you're young all women. You're all We're incredibly popular among like twenty-two-year-old women who love college football. But for your dad, who who is losing <clears> his hair? Yeah, definitely your dad. Definitely right. not our listeners who are all extremely young and hip. Yeah. But I will tell you this, right? You could have a bunch of um you could have a bunch of like amateur solutions to this, but why are you gonna do that? You know what you should do. You should go to fourhems.com. That's fourhems.com. Multiple hymns, not just you, because you're not alone in this, all right? Hymns like songs? No, 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 no. Although it is a song of praise for taking a proactive solution to hair loss. Just just get in there, man. Forhims.com. It's it's all you need for, for not only hair loss, by the way, but skincare. It's not vain. It's self-care. It's not veins, it's just got veins in it. That's right. All right. They can do it. They can they can help you with all kinds of stuff. Hair loss, skincare, a little something for that oom pump. If you're not feeling quite as oom-pump as you used to, right? You're lacking the motivation that that it means that you need to uh, to you know to get it done where it counts. And by that, I'm talking about sex for men, for you, <laughs> forhims.com. For men, all right, for extremely uh-huh. masculine men. Because you know what, Harry, Harry's getting married. Do you think he consummated the marriage that night? No, I mean, that probably happened like well before. They're adults and it's a serious relationship in the 21st century, all right? What? But if he did and he was bald, might affect how he felt about things. And baldness, baldness is optional. You know why? Science. So go to forhims.com, all right? There's no awkward doctor visits. It's super easy. And it's not snake oil. All you have to do answer a few questions the doctor will review and they'll prescribe you the solution to baldness which again do they have snake oil is that an option there's not you know what people left who want to oil a snake that's right there are a lot of people who want to oil a snake for hims.com i don't know go check it out maybe they can help you with that but what i'm saying product shipped directly to your door damn yeah. So I don't have to go pick up the shit from uh from a Croatian in a pickup truck behind the Shoney's at one AM. I'm not here to tell you how to live your life, but if you don't want to do that, 
forhims.com can help you, okay? If you don't want to fill up St. George's Chapel, all right, with the wealthy and powerful and tell everybody, hey, I got a massive bald spot and in God and the BBC commentary team is going to see it but not say anything about it because they're too polite and I'm a royal. That's cool. Guess what? You're not a royal. Nobody's going to call Harry on his bald spot, right? But on you, they're going to know. They're going to be like, you got to drop the top, bro. And if you want to keep that beautiful rooftop garden just just blooming up top, forhims.com. For men. Also, if you order now, folks, you get a trial month for just $5 while supplies last. They won't last long because, as as mentioned, everyone on this program has a dad who's going bald. So right. once once the stampede of dads is just gonna it, it's it's just gonna empty the warehouses of the stuff. So go to, go to the website f o r h i m s dot com slash shutdown. That's how you get the deal. Yeah, slash shutdown. Also, I'm just gonna put this out there. If you're a young guy but you just want more hair, if you're just thinking I got a ton of hair, but wouldn't it be crazy if I had more? I don't know. Maybe they can help you with that too. Smear it on your face. See what happens. Yeah. Woo! Well, fam.